Hello students, this is the Firestorm teaching by radio program for you, our beloved students in the Firestorm school system. The Firestorm teaching by radio program is a 30-minute radio intervention support program that has been developed by Rising Academies as part of our partnership with Firestorm. The program that is meant to provide continuous instruction to keep you academically engaged, safe, and happy during this stay-at-home period. The program is also meant to provide psychosocial support for learners, teachers, and parents, and also tips on how you as parents and teachers can provide support to your students and children at home. Let's join our teachers for today's lesson. students. We are teachers J. Kubo T.K. Solomon and Mr. Aaron T. Bala of Rising Academies. This is a Rising Firestone partnership for the Firestone School System COVID-19 Teaching by Radio program. Lesson number three. Our lesson today is language arts reading for students of grades seven to nine. And the topic is identifying common and proper nouns. For today's lesson, we'll be able to define Proper noun. Give example of proper noun. Define common nouns and give some example of common nouns. Again, welcome. Let's learn. Hello and welcome to our class. We are so excited to have you all listening and here with us once again. Yes, I'm also very happy to be here again too. If you can hear us, I want you to say hello. That was even louder today. Aaron, I think more friends are joining us each day. Oh yes, I agreed. In that case, we should get right into the fun lesson. For today's class, you will need a notebook and a pencil. Please gather the materials you need. If you like, you can also invite a special partner, like a brother or a sister, to join you listening to our story today. They can help you talk about the story too. As a reminder, we will review how our lesson will go each day. Mindfulness. We will get our minds, hearts, and bodies ready to learn. You will also hear an important safety message. Word work. You will be working with words and grammar in different ways. We will review different parts of speech, identify parts of sentences, and even learn different ways Words can work. Fun with words. You will use clues from sentences to learn the meaning of new words from a story. Read aloud. You will listen to a story and we will work together to answer some important questions about it. You will sometimes stop and write in your notebooks. 
post-reading activities. You will get to show what you have learned in each lesson. Great. Thanks for the reminder, Kubo. Let's get started with the first part of our lesson, mindfulness. We are going to start today's lesson with our welcome hefty minds and hefty hearts. Every lesson will start with this exercise to get your brains ready to learn and to relax you. Please find a place to sit comfortably. It can be in a chair or on the floor. I will give you few seconds to find a place to sit. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Great job. You have already started. You have already done the hardest part, getting started. Now, I want you to put one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart. Let's take a deep breath. I want you to make sure you feel your belly expand or get bigger. That is number one. I want you to breathe out slowly. Great. That's number two. Let's count together. Breathe in again. That's number three. Breathe out. That's number four. We are going to continue to do this until we get to ten. Oh, yes. Again. Breathe in. That's number five. Breathe out. Breathe in. That's number seven. Breathe out. You are doing a great job. Breathe in. Number nine. And breathe out. Number ten. Now repeat after me. I am happy. I am great. I am ready to learn. Wow, friends. Don't you feel so kind and relaxed and ready to learn now? I know we do here too. Okay, students, it is time to listen to some safety messages. Error I G H T S rights. The government wants to protect children and to guarantee their rights. Do you remember what a right is? Oh yes, I remember. A right is something that every person deserves in order to live a good life. Very good. You have an excellent memory. The government has made a law that protects your rights. One of the most important rights you have 
as a child is a right to an education. That means if you are a child and you are forced to work on the farm instead of going to school, your parents or guardians is breaking the law. Do you understand? Hmm. So, Teacher Kubo, you mean the government wants all children to go to school? You are exactly right. The government says that children should start going to school once they see their third birthday. Remember, when you were in ABC, your parents put you in school because they know how important it is. But also because the government has made it a law. Education is your right and the government wants to ensure that you receive it. That is another reason why you are learning on the radio right now. Because you have a right to learn. It is so important that you listen closely to your lessons. Especially right now when I am not in front of you as a teacher. When you learn, you are making this country a better place. Wow, friends. Don't you feel so calm and relaxed and ready to learn? I know we do here. Let's move to part two. If you are ready, I want you to say it loud and proud. Yes. Yes. Great. Let's get to work on part two of our lesson. Word work. Everyone, put your pencils high in the sky. We are going to write a sentence. In your notebook, please write. Sandra took the scooter to the beach. Again, Sandra took the scooter to the beach. Today, we are going to focus on nouns. Do you remember what a noun is? Tell someone around you now. Okay. A noun is a person, a place, a thing, or an idea. For example, like a girl or a boy, a water, or coconut. Alright. Let's go back to our sentence and find some nouns. Are any of our words a person, place, or things? Sandra took a scooter to the beach. If so, underline them. Let's see if you can do it in five seconds. Five, four, Three, two, one. What did you underline, Aaron? I underlined Sandra, a proper noun, scooter, and beach, common nouns. You got it. Great. And just to remind everyone, proper nouns are specific people place or things and use an uppercase or capital letter. Why common nouns 
I people, place, and things. All of the nouns in our sentence today were common nouns. That is right, friends at home. Write down in your notebook an example of a common noun and a proper noun. You will have 10 seconds to do so. Ready? Set. Go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay. For my common noun, I wrote down city. And for my proper noun, I wrote down Haber City. Well done. I am sure friends at home wrote some great common and proper nouns too as well. Friends, you are working so hard. We are already at part three of our lesson. Can you believe it? For this next part, you will be using clues in a sentence. Just like a puzzle to help you figure out a word. Today, there are two secret words. Today's first secret word is diligently. Let's say it together in a syllable. Diligently. Again, diligently. Great. Diligently is spelled D I L I G E N T L Y. Again, D I L I G E N T L Y. Listen to the sentence. Use all the clues around it to guess the meaning of the word diligently. Adam studied diligently to earn great grace at school. Again, Adam studied diligently to earn great grace at school. Friends, what do you think the word diligently means? Tell someone around you. I think the word diligently means all of the time or carefully. First listening. Thumbs up or down if you agree with Aaron. Why do you think that, Aaron? Okay. I know that I have to study a lot to get good grace. And it says the same in the sentence. I thought all the time and carefully. Then I replaced the word diligently and the sentence still made sense to me. Great way to support your answer. Friends, did you think the same thing? Let's do a countdown together. Ready? Three, two, one. You are correct. It means to do something with great care or effort. The word diligently means to do something with great care or effort. Let's say it together. 
you can write this down too. Diligently. To do something with great care or effort. Today's second secret word is bored. Let's say it together in syllables. Bore. Bore is spelled B-O-R-E. Listen to the sentence. Use all the clues around it to guess the meaning of the word bore. We had to bore a path through the dense crowd. Again, we had to bore a path through the dense crowd. Great. Friends, what do you think the word bore means? I want you to tell someone around you. I think it means to make. Okay. Friends listening, I want you to put thumbs up or thumbs down if you agreed with Kubo. And then, why do you think that way, Kubo? I know that a dance crowd means there were many people. And if you need to get through them, you have to make your way. So my guess is that it means to make. Wow. Great way to support your answer. Friends, did you think the same thing? Let's do a countdown together to reveal the answer. Are you ready? Three, two, one. You are correct. It means to make. The word bold means to create or to make. In this sample sentence, it means to make a path. Let's say it together. You can write this down too. Bore. To create or to make. In this story, you will hear the word bore. In the sentence, when the tree bore fruits. Which means the tree created fruit. This use of bore is the past tense of the word bear. Thank you. These are great new words for me to use. I can't wait to hear it in the story and use them in the future. That's a great mindset. Aaron, learning new words and using them in a great way to build your vocabulary and helps writing too. Absolutely. And remembering, friends, every time you hear the word diligently and bored, I want you to snap your fingers. Guess what? It's time for part four of our lesson. Wow, already? Friends, this is amazing. Take a moment to stretch your hands up to the sky and bring them back down. And get ready for part four. The real how. This text is the magic powder by Greystone and it comes from the story weaver published by Preference Books. This week, 
we will continue to work on getting the right information to complete a strong summary. In our last session, we remember that fire went to visit his father-in-law who told him about magic powder that would be collected by growing banana trees and that he could turn that powder into gold. Oh, yes. Do you remember how much he was supposed to collect? I want you to stand up and jump once if you think it was one kilogram. Stand up and jump two times if you think it was two kilograms. Or jump three times if you think it was three kilograms. Ready? Set. Jump. Let's sit back down in three, two, one. If you jump up one time, you are correct. Each lesson we have to think about our focus question. What does the character learn and how does he learn it? Friends at home, can you say that with me so we remember it to help guide our listening? What does the character learn and how does he learn it? Great! The very next day, Fire bought a small field near his home and cleared it. Just as he had been instructed, he dug the ground himself and planted the scuppling after carefully chanting the magic spell. Every day, he went to the field and examined the scuppling. He kept the weeds and pets away diligently. When the plants grew and bore fruit, he carefully collected the silver powder from the leaves and kept it safely in a box. There was hardly any powder on each leaf. So, Fire had to buy more land and grow more bananas. But he was determined to do what was needed. It took him several years. But at the end of it all, he had managed to collect enough of the magic powder. He rushed to his father-in-law, excited as never before. He will soon be able to make gold from mere diet. Hmm. Friends, we are going to reread this session from the story. What do you think fire was feeding during all this time? Why do you think he was feeding that way? The very next day, Fire bought a small field near his home and cleared it just as he has been instructed. He dug the ground himself and planted the sapling after carefully chanting 
the magic spells. Every day he went to the field and examined the saplings. He kept the weeds and pets away diligently. When the plants grew and bore fruit, he carefully collected the savor powder from the leaves and kept it safely in a box. There was hardly any powder on each leaf. So, fire had to buy more land and grew more bananas. But, he was determined to do what was needed. It took him several years. But at the end of it all, he had managed to collect enough of the magic powder. He wrote to his father-in-law, excited as never before. He will soon be able to make a gold from mere diet. Again, what do you think he was feeding after all this time? And why do you think he was feeling that way? When you hear the signal, take a minute to write or respond. Remember to include evidence from the text to support your answer. I think he may have felt frustrated. He was eager to turn dikes into gold. And in the story, it said that he had to buy more land and that it took him several years to collect enough powder because the banana leaves did not produce too much. That was great, Ira. What a great way to support your answer using what you already know and also connecting your response to what you taught last lesson. What you are doing is a very important skill. You are connecting your knowledge across the story over time. This is also important with chapter books. Thank you. Sometimes I make notes for myself in my book too, just to help me remember. Teachers tell me those are good study skills. They are right. Let's get back to the story. Father, finally, here is the kettle of magic powder, he cried. The old man was filled with joy. Wonderful, he said. Wonderful. You have done well, fire. I am proud of you. Now, I will show you how to turn dikes into gold. But first, let's get Mianta. We need her help. Fire was a little puzzle, but without losing any time, he ran to his wife and was soon back with her. Mianta asked the old man, What did you do with the bananas? when your husband was collecting the powder. Why? I saw them. Father, replied Mianta, that is how we earn a living. Wow. What did the wife do while her husband was collecting powder? What does she mean that 
how she earned a living. Quickly tell someone around you. Hmm. She sold bananas and that is how she made money. That's a good thought. Hold on to it. Then you must have been able to save some money too. Fire grew more than enough bananas. The old man continued. Yes, I did, replied Mianta. Can we see it? Asked Ted. Of course, I have kept it safely at home. Bim, Mianta. Now, this seems like a good place to stop. We are so close to the end of our story. Thank you very much. It's time to go to the last part of our lesson. The post-reading activities. Where we ended the story today has me thinking about summarizing. Do you remember what summarizing is? Yes. Summarizing is a few sentences about a text or a portion of the text that contains the most important information. In fiction texts, a summary will include who the character is, what they want, a problem that is keeping them from what they want, how they solve it, and then the resolution or how the story ends. We don't know how the story ends just yet, but we do have some of the information needed for a good second summary. Summaries can change as you read more of your text. Aaron, can you reread your summary from the last lesson? I wonder if there is anything we could add. Friends at home, pay close attention. Let's see what we could add. Okay. In this story, a husband thought he was an alchemist. He wanted to turn dikes into gold. But he did not know how. He went to see his father-in-law that told him he could be able to make gold by growing banana trees that would give him a magic dust. The husband knew it would be hard, but wanted to do it. Great! I heard information about the character. What he wanted. What was keeping him from getting what he wanted. And how he tried to solve the problem. But, we have since learned something new. Yes, we have to think of them. What happened after he decided to start growing banana trees? Friends, do you remember? I want you to take seconds to think and think and think what happened then. Tell someone around you. He collected some powder from the leaves he grew. But it took a long time. He had to buy more 
to grow more trees. After many years, he finally had enough powder. Great! Is that all? What else happened? We found out that his wife was selling bananas and making a living that way. Listeners, did you guess that too? Why the husband was collecting dust? The wife was selling bananas and earning a living. Great! Let's say that together. Ready? Why the husband was collecting dust? The wife was selling bananas and earning a living. Again, why the husband was collecting dust? The wife was selling bananas and earning a living. Now, let's add all of this important information to our summary from the last class. Your job right now is to add to your summary of the story in your notebook. We help each other get out more of the most important information. Now, we can put it all together. Great. When you hear the music, write down a summary in your notebook. Remember, you have included the character, what he wanted, what was keeping him from getting what he wanted, and how he tried to solve it. Now, you have to add in what happened when he tried to solve it. We will give you some clues. Remember what he was doing and what his wife was doing. You are doing great. You have one minute left. I like to read my summary. In this story, a husband thought he was an alchemist. He wanted to turn dirt into gold, but he did not know how. He went to see his father-in-law that told him he would be able to make gold by growing banana trees that would give him magic dust. The husband knew it would be hard work, but wanted to do it. It took the husband many years to collect the magic powder from the trees and he had to buy more land. While the husband collected the powder, his wife saw the bananas from the trees and that is how they earned a living. Wow! That's a great summary, Student Kubo. As we read more of the story, we'll be able to add more to our summary or even change part of it. That's exactly what we did today. Can't wait to hear the rest of this story. Thank you. For our homework, we would like for you to use the word bore intelligently in the sentence and send it to 0555670833. Again, for your homework, we would like for you to use the word bore intelligently in a sentence and send it to this number 055. 
055-67-0833. Wow. We are so happy to have you here with us today. Please join us tomorrow to continue your learning. Thank you for listening and working so hard. We will say, see you next time now. But please stay tuned for messages from our friends about how to stay healthy and safe. Students, I want you to think about how many times you have washed your hands today. There are a few important times you should be washing your hands. Can you think about when those times will be? Right now, it is important that you wash your hands with soap many times in a day. When I call out the time to wash your hands, you are going to respond with, wash your hands for 20 seconds. Ready? After you go to the bathroom, Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Before and after you eat, wash your hands for 20 seconds. After you sneeze or cough, wash your hands for 20 seconds. After you touch something that is not your own, wash your hands for 20 seconds. Very good. It is important to wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds because this will be tight you and your family from getting certain kind of diseases such as the coronavirus. Excellent. Thank you, students. Remember, if we teach our family and friends this important lesson, we will help them protect themselves too. Okay, students. That is the end of our class for today. We are so happy you were here with us. We hope to talk to you again soon. This has been a Rising and Firestone Partnership lesson, part of the Firestone School System COVID-19 Teaching by Radio program. Goodbye from me, J. Kribo D. K. Solomon. And goodbye from me, Mr. Aaron T. Bala. <laughs>